This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win... Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com The pensioners are back but with no walking sticks in sight. They're carefree wherever they may be. They're the famous CFC. Blue is their colour and football is their game. If you come to Stamford Bridge, you'll remember their name. It's the Chelsea Fancast on Love Sport. Friday night on Love Sport Radio means one thing and one thing, and it's time for the Chelsea fan cast. Up the chills! Up the chills! Up the chills! That's more like it. Kick it down the pitch and run after it. You sound South African. No, that would be like this. (laughs) Up the Chelsea! Up the chills! Up the chills! Up the chills this evening. Uh, Yeah, good evening. My name is Eden Paul. (laughs) Uh, Joining me this evening to talk all things Chelsea. Uh, we've got Mr. Sanford Chidgey's in the building. Hello. Good evening, sir. And uh, Jonathan Kidd. Kiddo, kiddo, kiddo. I'm here too. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Enjoying myself already. Good to have you yeah. on. Good to have you on, son. Oh, I love you um, We've got no plan B tonight, so we're going with plan A. Yes. But, but the thing is, though, Aaron, you know, is plan A good enough at the moment? I think it's all right for I us. Think, I think Friday we could night. improve it. No, it's a great plan A. I think we could improve it. But it's not it. being applied. I think, A, I think we could improve it. And also, I think we need to sort Jonathan's mentality out. <laughs> oh, yeah, his mentality. I don't know how. I think you're quite hard to motivate, Jonathan. <laughs> what? You're quite hard to motivate. No, I don't know if I no, can I, I don't. Him. I don't think that's the problem. I don't think it's, it's the fact that he's hard to motivate. I think the problem is that he's such an individual, he can't play as a team. That's the problem. 
Yeah. He's too creative in a sense. No, I am very creative. He needs to be instructed so he can run around like an automaton or a robot. No, I do just pick my like that, don't I? Then we have got the clue as to what who the player is I th- talking I think, about. I think Jonathan needs who, to... Who are you doing now? Who am I doing? I'm doing a kind of... Sounds like... Who's like, that supposed Ars- to be? Wenger. Who is it supposed to be? It was supposed to be Hazard. Oh, Hazard. Yeah, it's supposed to be like that. Doesn't I mean, you, I mean in, in my opinion... If you don't, you know, it's a bit like that. I, th- you know? I think Jonathan, Jonathan needs to be patient if my vision is to be fulfilled. Really? Yeah. You know, some say he's a dreamer. I think he's the only one. <laughs> good evening. <laughs> ah, that was good. That was good. That was good. That John was good. Lennon you rules. Know, can okay. I just say, we should start doing that. You know the manager's quotes from the week? Yeah. We should start just putting that into a yeah. little story. That's not bad idea. See, yeah. we're improving our plan A already. I know. Yeah. But we're it, won't, it won't work like that every No, it won't work because we'll forget all about it when we're on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> when we're exactly. doing the show. Um, yeah. yeah, five past seven across the capital. Good evening. I hope you've had a good week. A snow-filled week. Uh, it hasn't settled though, is it? Here? Well, yeah, because you live in the in I live in the middle, darling. I live you in the middle of London. London. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It doesn't there settle there. It's too uh, hot. Plenty on the way though. We're looking back at the game between Bournemouth and Chelsea. Oh. A disappointing defeat for Horrible. the Blues. Four nil. At the Vitality, Chelsea Was that taking the biggest on defeat since nineteen ninety six. My yeah. cousin actually texts me. You know the one with the flag. Yeah, he texts me. Yeah. He was absolutely gutted. He just texts me saying biggest defeat since ninety six. The banner was he wasn't even born in ninety six. Do you know who that biggest defeat was against? Was against my mob. Nope. And it wasn't four nil. That's the clue. Was it a, f- a four goal league deficit? match? It was September the twenty first, nineteen ninety six, and we lost five one to Liverpool away. Oh wow! I've erased that. From and do my you memory. know what the last the last time we lost four nil was? Uh, in the cup final against uh, Man, United, Man United when it rained 94. in Ellery basically played yeah. for them yeah um and do you know what the biggest defeat was before that um uh, 13-2 against crew nope it was 7-0 away to forest in 1991 it's astonishing that we've only lost you know 5-1 against liverpool in 96 a long time ago 94 uh, united yeah, 4-0 yeah, long time yeah. ago 7-0 against forest 91 long time ago it's in fact, we beat we beat crew 13-2 Did in, we really? in 61 i think it was good grief yeah Good knowledge, good knowledge. Yeah. Uh, plenty on the way this evening. We're we're going to be looking back, obviously, at that Bournemouth game, looking ahead down. to the game against Huddersfield. We've got the quiz, and the quiz this week is. Can ooh, you guess, ooh, can you, can ooh, you guess chill, what chill, it is? Chill, chill, can you guess what it, what it is? What is it? What is it? <laughs> Amazingly enough, uh, it is who played for both Chelsea and Huddersfield Town. God, I wouldn't have thought it would have been that. I know. It's I thought it was going to be. Who plays in blue and white? Now, here's the thing. I, I, I was really surprised. I didn't think there'd be many at all. And, I mean, I gave it, you know, heads up. I gave it the cursory look rather than the granular, detailed version. Which you're so good at. Yeah, but I didn't have time this week, so I had yeah. a cursory look, and yeah. I found 11, <laughs> which has surprised me. I didn't think I'd find that many. I, I, I've chucked my one in. You have? And Don't say it. No, no, well, I'm going to tell the story a little bit later on yeah. about the young yeah. lad that's involved. And can I just say one thing? Uh, young Jonathan Kidd, who's been absolutely magnificent on social media, I've started putting out these sort of brain teasers I've on seen social those. media. I've I like that. On the football. Yeah. I, I really enjoy it. Cause I me and keep my pal, trying. I have a well, go you, every you're time. You're trying, and... and I mean, today's, you're not far off um, today's, but, you know, I, d- I don't know, Lord Moses Derry, Derrymple? Dalrymple. Dalrymple hyphen git. I mean, it's close, but it's not quite it. If he played for Chelsea or Huddersfield, give us a call. 0208 70 20 558 at Love Sport Radio on Twitter or at Chelsea Fancast on Twitter. There you have it. Uh, we've got till so minutes before we speak to Liam yeah. Toomey. From where? From uh, he's from ESPN. That's right. Yeah. Chelsea. Where exactly is he week. phoning from, though? Do we know? Is uh, he a man of mystery? I we should ask him. Yeah. 
Because I'd like to know, is he in his front room? What is do he, you, uh, what do you, what, what's the vision that you have well, of what Liam might I was, be doing I, on the phone? I always feel that he's walking down a busy street, yeah. getting from one scoop same, to another. Same. You know? he, he actually is, because you can hear, like, you know, like, you know, like when you're recording, like, a Vox pop at yeah. university, it's like, go out, get a bit of crowd noise, and you just hear the bike going, jing, jing, in the background Sorry. and all that. And <laughs> it's just Liam. Excuse me, professionals call that wild track, Aaron, just so you know. Yeah, right. No, they call it a bit of foley, actually. No, no, it's, no. That foley is you do in a foley studio. Wild yeah. track is you just basically. No, wild track really is when quiet. they say do it wild, and then you read it no. wild. Wild track. Yes. No. Yeah, we come what? from. We're coming from different uh, yeah. areas of the profession here. Yes. When I wild track something, I'm doing it wild. Yeah. I, I'm not. You can, yeah. Anyway, look, <laughs> the look on George's face. Get a station there, everybody the at most, home. The most looking <laughs> at me as if I didn't want on earth. I was <laughs> talking about God. I laughed so much and nearly fell over. It could be like. It could be like Tony Gale. I'm feeling your hatred, Chidge. I mean, could I have been more patronising? No, 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 impossible. <laughs> well, it's patronising with with some with some evil at the same time. Li- li- Liam, Liam might be finding us on the street, but let's be fair. The best guest we have is Tony Gale, who always phones off while he's on the convenience. No way, always. We've never had Tony Gale on. I the think show, he has a we? phone built in. Probably though, like it, an it's, old it's, school. Yeah, but uh, sorry, I was to interrupt you. But it's um, it's quiet. It's um, it's focused. It's isolated. Yep. and you're you're only concentrating on two things. See, the thing about Tony is, I imagine he's got like the you know the toilet separate from the actual main bathroom, and he's got one of those sort of you know like a slimline telephone. By the way, can I just say, very 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 sad to hear the passing of Clive Swift today. Yeah, really sad. And when I think of slimline yeah. telephone, I think of high synth bouquet, of course, slimline cordless white yeah. telephone. Yeah. And I imagine Tony Gale has that exact model hanging. Listen, on, can, on can we get wall. can we get Tony Gale on when we play West, West Ham or Fulham? Yeah, yeah. Tony Gale. Yeah. And if we get him on, I'm going to ask him, Tony. Whenever you do co-commentary <laughs> on a Chelsea game, He's considering very, very you're rude. supposed to be a Chelsea fan, why do you why are you so hateful about? Yeah, us? he is very hateful. Yeah. Also, just like to uh, shout out to um, uh, Jeremy Hardy, unfortunately, died yeah. Today, yeah, 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 who was a fan fabulous comic and uh, it's such a huge loss and I'm, uh, I'm upset by that as I'm upset you know by Clive Swift. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 I thought you I, might. I worked with him a couple of did times. You ever, yeah. Did you ever meet Clive? And yeah, yeah, because his brother um, is uh, the father of uh, a friend of mine um, uh, whose names have completely escaped me. Um, uh, Julia Swift, the actress, is... Uh, is um, uh, oh God, the, his brothers. I can't remember the name of the brother. My mind's going. Um, move swiftly on. Think of something else now. <laughs> we will. See what we you've done there, John. We will. Uh, yeah, up next, we're going to be getting the press report from Liam Toomey. He is, of course, the Chelsea correspondent from ESPN. You can get your calls in 0208 70 258. We're taking your opinions on Sari, on Sarismo, and just general frivolity. Whatever you want to talk about tonight. 558 AM. Love Sport. Worst thing is, you missed the ballot too. Don't care, do you? I this do is like care. Ronnie Scott's Jazz Club, the podcast. I'm in my moment here. Ow, ow, get down. Yeah, yowza, ow. The 
thing is, it goes from brilliant to progressively worse. <laughs> That's the well, thing. It's a bit like most of the shows we're on. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. You know what, actually, no, somebody actually emailed in or posted in on the, on the Monday night version of mm. the show, and he was he went off on one. He was I've never heard him so ranty as he was. He went off on one, and actually, some bloke said that he said that basically Jonathan will will you know start strong but fade. <laughs> And, and I agreed completely, and, and yeah, I did. You know, He's basically just like, like the players, bat- yeah, mate. Yeah, He's basically yeah. like, like a battery. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> the funny thing is, I, I always say, if if you listen back to when this station actually started, you probably pick up on some, you know, old episode of the Chelsea Fancast. There's actually a promo for this show with you in it, and it's like you, and you're really angry talking about Conte. The thing about Conte is, he needs to learn how to play with the players, blah blah. blah. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, and like listening to you on there, it's quite scary. Sorry, I'm scary. I don't yeah. mean to be. Should we talk to a man who's not yeah, too scary? Yeah, baby. Yeah. Let's talk to Liam Toomey. He is from ESPN. Liam, first and foremost, where are you calling from, pal? Oh, I'm just at home now. Nowhere. Oh, no. We had this vision of you, Liam, um, in the streets going from scoop to scoop. You know, it was that kind of uh, <laughs> with uh, outside no, noise. Not. You know, we were debating whether you'd actually set that up yourself and you were just playing a, a, a loudspeaker in the background of you walking, you know, and you didn't really do that at all. You were in your home. So, but that uh, was it's just not so deadline day anymore. No, that's true. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Liam, talk to us about uh, Maurizio Sarri. Of course, uh, a fairly quiet deadline day in the English comings yesterday for Chelsea of course Michi Batshuayi the biggest name that left on loan as well as Lucas Piazon going out for his infinite to know, well wherever it is uh, he, he's gone but he's, he's been registered bizarrely for the uh, champ for the, for the Europa baffling. League absolutely baffling um, I mean I'm not going to use the regular question what was his vibe today because we all know what his vibe's like um, talk to us about what uh, Maurizio said um, well he's just uh I think he spent most of the last couple of days processing what happened against Bournemouth. Um, he was he was extremely less less outwardly angry um, after that game than he was after Arsenal, but just he seemed a little bit beaten down and uh, and frustrated more than anything. And uh, he was he, he was actually he was quite chatty today. Um, he was asked a lot of questions which I imagine would have frustrated him greatly um, because all the stuff. Like, isn't it your job to motivate the players? Um, should you try a different formation? Drop Jorginho? Do you need a plan B? You know, all this stuff that I think would would really, really annoy someone like Sarri who sees the game in a, in, in a certain way, in a certain way alone. But he, he answered everything in a very calm and measured way, um, justifying his the way he sees football, insisting that he's not going to change, calling himself a dreamer, um, very, very aspirational type of coach and it's not the sort of thing that would have satisfied any of his critics but um, he, it's clear that if if he has to go down uh, with this ship he's, he's more than willing to do it I've got to be honest Liam I, I, I watched it uh, funnily enough uh, in a very uh, small room a bit like Tony Gale when he's on the phone to us Aaron but uh, I actually watched the presser while on the job as it were but anyway what I remember mostly from it was that he came across I have to be honest, I think he's quite mad, Liam. That's the only way I can put it. I just think he's deluded. All this talk about I'm a dreamer and that's why I want to play I want to play my football. You know, there's not an ounce of pragmatism in this guy. And what I was really intrigued by, I can't I think it was the bloke from Sky that was asking the questions at first, wasn't it? And he actually, to be yeah. fair, really uh drilled into the you know, the tactics and why it's not working. And he did mention Jorginho. 
Um, but I thought Sarri's answer was completely unsatisfactory. I was amazed he didn't follow it up with, well, yeah, you say that, but, you know, what about the fact that so many other teams have worked out that the way to stop Chelsea playing is by marking Jorginho out the game? Nobody asked that. I was astonished. Yeah, and I think I, I think his answer would have been um, just that the rest of the team isn't isn't working well enough so that like I mean Italian teams tried every single week to mark Jorginho out of the game but they they couldn't do it because Napoli had so much else going on elsewhere around the pitch and so many so many other threats and they could build up play in so many different ways that if you did just focus on Jorginho you would pay a very high price elsewhere at the moment teams are, are getting away with that and they're, they're managing to do it very easily because Chelsea's attack is, well, nothing really. <laughs> There's nothing going on in the final third. And um, and I thought Sarri did actually explain that quite well in terms of what he sees the problem as. He he mentioned it after Bournemouth, but he expanded on it a bit here, saying that too, too many players basically are, are playing with their back to goal rather than actually trying to stretch the opposition and, and run onto it and inject a little bit of urgency into things. And he, he sort of took a... A thinly veiled, uh, not a dig, I don't think, because Sarri doesn't really do that, but the cri- criticism of the way the wide players are playing, Hazard, William, Pedro, saying that they're coming too narrow um, whenever they get the ball. And that means that, you know, teams that just pack the middle against Chelsea, it's very, very easy for them to nullify them. Yeah, but Liam. Is, zero width to the attack. Well, that's, yeah, and I, I agree with that. But then, isn't that not what happens when both of your fullbacks are instructed to go herring up the wing and occupy the space that those wide players are supposed to be in? And incidentally, also leave huge uh, gaps behind, where, which gets exploited by a good counter attack team. Well, quite, yeah. And, and one of the things I saw against Bournemouth was that whenever they did work the ball. Um, into into Azpilicueta's feet on the right-hand side, despite having all these bodies in the opposition half. Higuain was the only player, only Chelsea player in the Bournemouth box, and it it doesn't. You could have Ronaldo up front, and he wouldn't have been able to score in that game because <laughs> even Pelé, they, but every time the ball came in, he was surrounded by five or six Bournemouth players, and there wasn't even a hint of a blue shirt to to try and divide their attention in the penalty area. So there are they're, they're clear problems structurally with the way Chelsea are playing. And I think one of the, one of the problems is that, is, that, is that Dave just cannot centre. It was just bizarre seeing every single time he centred the ball, it hit a, uh, a Bournemouth man, m- mostly Ake most of the time. But uh, it, it's um, I, I'm just bemused by how backwards the team has gone in their application of what he's after. Because, mm. you know, you just have to watch any video of Napoli on YouTube when Sarri was managing them to see that everything is just two touches or one touch. And the ball, that's that's why they would have no problem uh, if Jorginho was marked, because the ball was whipped around so quickly. And, and at the moment, it, everybody takes two to three touches, so therefore the impetus just disappears. And, and uh, that's why he writes all these notes. There's been an explosion of people saying, what on earth does he write on, on social media? What does he write down? But he's writing down what people aren't doing and where they're supposed to be most of the time and it's uh, uh, as a as an advocate of um what what 
um, of his football and what he's attempting to achieve, I, I'm beginning to despair about uh, the way the team is applying itself. And the trouble is, is that uh, it, 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 I, I don't think it can, it can't go on like this. So I don't know what he does. I don't know how he manages to get out of this setup. Because he's not going to change, yeah. is he, Liam? No, and I think no. that was what was made quite clear in the presser, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's bang on, bang on, JK. Um, he he said after the Bournemouth game, I'm not seeing any signal of my work on the pitch, and that's why I'm really frustrated. So, you know, people, everyone criticising the way Chelsea are playing under Sarri, you, it's perfectly valid to do that. But you have to remain mindful that this is not what he wants to see either. This is not this is not the plan. Um, this is the plan going wrong because the players aren't executing it, and and. That could be because they're just not suitable. Although Sarri insisted again today that they are, he just he, he, he talked a lot about changing the mentality of the team. He's, he he made a point that Ch- this group of players in particular have been used in the last few years to playing on the counter attack, yeah. where the forward players are always running onto the ball and they're always attacking space and they're always attacking sort of backpedalling defenders. Whereas now the team is trying to control every game they're trying to play in the opposition half as much as possible and it's and it's a it's a change of mindset as much as anything but it's also a change of, of positioning in different situations and how they combine and he, and he, he's saying I, what, to be honest i don't think they were they were doing it particularly well early in the season either but what they were doing you know i remember us talking about it at the time that the results were better than the performances i think they were out talenting teams Partly because Hazard was playing, started the season so well. So well, yeah. And then you know, as as maybe the form of certain individuals dropped off, you you started to see uh, the fact that they haven't really acclimatised to the system very much yeah. at all begin to shine through. And and now now these structural problems are threatening to to send everything into a bit of a drift. Liam, just quite quickly to finish up. Um, I mean, given that, he, you know, he, uh, it, was, it was quite weird. As I said, it did seem a bit mad to me, but he, he kind of dreamily went on about saying, no, I've got my ideals and that's what I'm going to do. You know, so he kind of made a bit of a stand there, I thought. But so given the fact he's not going to change, um, do you think he's going to be given the time to do this? Because there seems to be such a disconnect between what he wants to do and, and what the players are doing. Uh, it's going to take either a completely new squad of players or something before it does change. So do you think he's going to get the time from the club? Well, I find it a really interesting one to think about because I think Sarri is a very different appointment to any coach that they've made before. You know, he's he's often compared to Scolari and Villas-Boas, but I don't think that's really fair. But I think he, he he's the first sort of ideas coach that Chelsea have appointed purely on the strength of his ideas. You know, he's not come in because he's a proven trophy winner or anything. It's purely because Abramovich wants to see Napoli's football at Chelsea. And so that begs the question whether Sarri might be judged differently from previous coaches as well. And, and whether when so. he says he needs more time, maybe he will be trusted where others weren't. But what I do know is that, you know, the the sense pretty consistently from Chelsea is that top four is absolutely crucial, particularly mm. after they missed it last year. So if this drift continues, I mean, it. God knows God knows what will happen if they lose at home to Huddersfield, a team that can't score goals themselves um, on Saturday. I don't think that will happen, but there's a decent chance that Huddersfield could look, make them look very laboured and uninspired. Um, but if, if, if top four does start to look in jeopardy, if things do, do look 
begin to look like they're they're beyond sort of repair, then well, we know we know the history of Chelsea. We, it's hard to know what will happen, but we know what's happened in the past. Yeah, certainly. Uh, Liam, thank you so much for joining Thanks us this evening. Enjoy your Friday always. night. Brilliant. Enjoy your weekend. Liam Toomey there from ESPN with us on Love Sport Radio. We are going to take a pause on the way back. We're going to begin our, uh, our proper review to that game. Bournemouth versus Chelsea here on Love Sport. Love Sport Radio, the station giving fans a voice. Yeah, this is Chelsea Fancast, and this is Love Sport Radio for your Friday night across the capital. 0208 70 Why do you look confused? No, I'm just about to dive in. Okay, 0208 70 558. No, I didn't mean that. I was about to dive in, say it was David Swift. I was thinking about Drop the Dead Donkey, who's brother to Clive Swift, who uh, who died today. That's all I wanted to say, because I couldn't remember his name. Fair enough. Thank you very much. Yeah, if you'd, like to, if you'd like to have your say, uh, as we talk about Mauricio Sarri, as we talk about Sarismo, and uh, potentially, you know, time frames on the Chelsea manager, and, and your opinions on the Chelsea manager as well, we'd love to hear from you at Love Sport Radio on Twitter or at Chelsea Fancast. Chich. Hello. Let's talk about the game against Bournemouth. Um, I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. A lot of you know, team fat fans of other teams sitting around just in an absolute sheer sort of amazement. Um, I saw our very own Marco just, you know, sort of beside himself with dis- in, in despair. You know, I, 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 after the fact, I consider myself extremely lucky because I, I, I got, I nearly got a ticket to that, and actually. Because I'm in Southampton all day on Wednesday, I could have just tootled along down the old M27 and I could have got there. And, you know, and, and, you know, normally I would, but I, I didn't for some reason. So that meant that I couldn't, it wasn't, wasn't live on telly, it wasn't live on radio. Uh, the only way you could follow the game uh, was on Chelsea's uh, app, The Fifth Stand. They have their own commentary with john john harley would you believe as no. the oh, wow. good? no not really no. rather i think maybe he was just fed up with the game like everybody but he, <laughs> he's quite monosyllabic monotone and a bit dull i thought bless him he i got, a, he, him got a, he got an fa cup winners medal despite being a sub and not getting on i like john harley actually. Yeah, he was decent yeah, he was a decent yeah, player wasn't he, yeah, he was. where did he go and sheffield Fulham. united he went to burnley burnley burnley, burnley. sheffield united yeah, underwater yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah anyway yeah, no player. doubt he will feature in a future chelsea yeah. fancast love sport radio quiz can i just say how i watched it as usual yeah um I uh, turned my phone off and waited till midnight and watched it on Chelsea yeah. TV. And I, um, I, uh, I left five minutes early. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, look, the reality is, uh, it, it's, it is shocking. I, I, and I think this is this is the this is the heart of the matter in terms of what you and I have been debating about week in week out for ages about this whole Sarri thing yes it's a new system we know all of these the facts that are out there the wrong players trying to play a system they don't know how to play can't play a manager who won't bend a manager who has no plan b a manager who's not programmed but the reality is, is that you have to understand the context of all this and i think this is why the supporters are angry i think there are many other reasons too which you and i can get onto later but the context of this this is the biggest defeat we've had since 1996 which is what 
eight years before or seven years before Roman Abramovich took over. So you know, that it's it, that, that is that is bad. That is really bad. Any way you look at it, yeah, it's yeah, unacceptable. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're all trying to find out the reasons for it. And uh, yes, what do you want to say? Oh, sorry, yeah, with, with your hand up. Sorry, I'll get we got a He's got his hand up, down, mate. That's what hand up. What do you want to say? First and foremost, I think you've got to look at a few things, and you've got to credit Bournemouth for the fact that you know Eddie Howe's got the. Oh, play he worked him out. Yeah. A very. Um, he, he, yeah, he he's he's got Bournemouth playing a good, attractive, pacey brand of football. Except they hadn't they they lost ten games, hadn't they, before that? Before but, but playing do, anybody. Do you know the what they six? say? Do yeah. you know? Funny enough, do you know what they say is the biggest biggest change that he's made is dropping Begovic. He's dropped Begovic and bought in Arta Boric, who's about six hundred and sixty-five. So six hundred and sixty-five pounds. By well, the look of it, he's, well, he's, he's lost yeah, a bit of weight. He's, 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 he's you know, he's known to pop down the Polish but, delicatessen now and then. But he's, he's, um, you know, he brought in. I think he saved more in that first half than Begovic had in the past five games. There's a crazy stat or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But you look at and we hit the Brooks, and we hit the bar. Brooks and King, you know, a couple of good players. Stanislas, he's got himself playing. Um, but they hardly had a kick in the first 35 minutes. Just once again, Chelsea were toothless. Poor old Higuain mm. reminds me of Glenn Murray, slightly worryingly. Um, wanders around with that kind of uh, slightly um, older look, you know, and you think, is he actually going to get involved if he, in if the game? If he has Glenn Murray's goal scoring record, Indeed, then, then Glenn Murray laughing. scored a couple of fantastic goals at the weekend. My goodness me, against Fulham. Of course, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah. you know, again, a lot of people have, have come out and said that that, you know, Eddie Howe wouldn't have had to have, have done much homework on on Chelsea because Sarri is predictable. Apparently he said, um, doesn't matter, you haven't got the ball in the, after the end of the first half. He said, don't worry, because we're, we'll, we will prevail, as it were, which I found slightly worrying. But, the, but this is, this is the, the thing. I mean, you know, look. No, I know, in the basis of it is, yeah, we lost 4-0. I agree. I agree, and it's getting worse and worse. I think, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't going to say that, but oh, okay. I actually agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, the, the point is, is that... this I just cannot understand, you know, that... I don't know. This is, you know what I was saying earlier on about the fact that there are two... We have the same argument, and we've been having it for years. Basically, I'm a pragmatist, and you're an idealist, I think. You're always going on. You, you get very cross when Chelsea don't play well, usually because you're a perfectionist, and you want them... You know, you want them... And I accept that they can't be perfect, and I just want them to win. I don't care. If it comes up somebody's backside of the 94th minute, I'm happy. No, but I, I like that happy. as well. Obviously, I like I, them to I win. know, but I know that there are... But the, for me, they're, gray, playing, they're playing when it works. They're playing yeah. the best football, but and the, he's trying... And Abramovich is trying to get away from the no, 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 defensive and I, and I, football. I, 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 you see, this is... I mean, look, I've got splinters in my derriere at the moment. I really have about this. There's a half of me that wants to be like a lot of people on social media and a lot of my friends, it has to be said, who are fed up to the back teeth with it. It's doing their nutting and they want him out. They hate the football. They hate what's going on. I go into that later as well. But, you know, I, I, I do accept, actually, that we probably do need to change because... People have got very short memories in football, particularly supporters, I think. And you and I know that for a long time, whilst it's wonderful physical power-based uh, fast football, mainly built on counter-attacking, was great fun, and we used to de- defend stoically against better teams, annoy the life out of them, with the enemies of football, and it was all very funny, and we loved boshing Guardiola and Wenger on the nose. That was all great. The reality is the number of times we used to struggle to break down teams that were part of the bus against us because we didn't have the wherewithal, the creativity to break them down, was equally annoying. So something had to change, which was 
don't sit back and, and try and counterattack. Control the game, control the possession, yeah, yeah, yeah. and play, you know, play creatively around through whatever these people. So I accept that. And to do it with power and pace like Liverpool Spurs do, brilliant. To do it with, with just sheer technical brilliance like City do, brilliant. But what I cannot understand is if you haven't got the players to do that right now, why try and impose it on those players who can't do it when you're going to get thumped 4-0 by the likes of Bournemouth, probably finish outside of the top four, and drive half of the supporters up the wall? That's what I don't get. Why can't you be flexible? Yeah, but how do you be flexible within that system? What do you do? You can't be there saying... Don't play 4-3-3. Don't play Kante on the right. He, he, don't play Jorginho. Don't build it all around him. But, but he hasn't got a... Perhaps he hasn't got that in his setup. Perhaps yeah. he's not that kind of manager flaw at all. As a manager, yeah. that's the yeah. point. It's, yeah, there is a flaw that's there. The way he's set up as an individual is to is to do that. He's put his hand Once up. Again, he's put sweet. his hand up. I, like I just put my hand up yeah, because yeah. you know I'm, I'm with two two sort of elder gentlemen. I'm sorry. Well, you're older than elder me. statesman. I think. I'm I'm elder statesman. You're struggling. Yeah, you're struggling but for that you're, word. You're, yeah. you're older than me, so I've just got you're older than other words older. But yeah, I've just got to you know show a bit of respect. Would you like us to draw slightly? That his non-conventional route into management has played a part in this, at the fact that he's not sort of conjuring up different I don't things. Think, I don't think so, because I've, I've managed big companies, small companies, teams of one and two and three, and I'm telling you now that if you sit there completely intractable, unwilling to change, your head in the clouds with some stupid ideology and philo- philosophy, you don't last very flaming long but in the yeah, real world. Second, it's not stupid, though. Well, this okay, ideology I, I get excited. Yeah. The bottom line is, if, you, if you're not prepared to be flexible, inclusive, collaborative, if it's your way or the highway, because like, you're stuck to this principle and idea, you don't last five minutes yeah, in the real world. He might particularly be, he in might be having these kind of discussions with them, and we, we don't, don't know. know. No, exactly. He may be saying, look, what alternative do we have? Do you want to revert to playing another way? And they may be saying, yeah, true. no, we're actually trying to play the way you want, because they see the possibility. They may, they may be fearful of playing. They may be in a yeah. situation where, where they're trying to be as regimented as he requires, and they're not managing it. I'm, I'm beginning to sense that that's part of it. I'm, I would bang on, mate. I mean, this is... I think I think we need to go to a break, but uh, well, yeah, I was gonna I'd say, love I was to pick say, that up afterwards. Yeah. I think okay. we should all, you know, after all this excitement, we just sit down and have a nice cup of tea during the break. But I haven't got tea. There's no tea here, mate. Well, we could have one though. Oh, okay, well, send out a boy. Send Let's out go for a small break. boy to get something for us. Love Sport five five eight a.m. You know, like on the way back from these breaks, I'm just gonna start putting my hand up. Ow. <laughs> but, do you know, but it works though. We, we, we've respected we, it, haven't time, we? Every time. And I mean, just to give you an idea yeah. of how pumped up Jonathan and I are tonight, we, we didn't stop in the break. We just no, carried we on. Carried on. We? Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. And I feel that the, yeah. the gems have disappeared now. No, no, no. I, we can go back there. I mean, the phone lines are, are, hot, are, are hot. They're hot. They're what? We got a call on the line. They're hot. Do we, hot, do we, hot, do we have hot? Do we have a call on the line, Aaron? Ha! Let's go to Dean. He's on. Uh, he's on line two. He's in London. Dean, are you hot? Very hot in the car with the heat. And I'm. <laughs> How are you, cold. pal? Thank you for calling in. Yeah, good. I just wanted to speak to Chidge and start asking why um, Sarri's not changing if the players aren't playing the system. And um, to me, it's because he's been employed to play this way. And come the summer, the club aren't going to spend 
the money they need to to replace the players they need to replace. So he needs to keep regimenting the players that he's got to try and get the system right. And that's mm. why there's no plan B. The unless, plan he brings plan. The, unless he brings the kids in. So go, go on, Dean. Carry on. Yeah, yeah. the plan is the plan and the players have to to make it work for him. And it's, I think it's unfair for him to get the criticism from the Bournemouth game when the players make four individual mistakes and they concede four goals. If they don't do that and they create the chances they should create in the second half, then we win the game and there's no discussion about his future at all. Yeah, no, that's a valid point. I mean, we were saying much the same, uh, Jonathan and I, when, when you know we were off air during, during the break, but... Uh, we do, I just think there's a complete disconnect between the players he needs to play that system. I really do. And I, and I, and I accept, you know, like I said before, that we, we do perhaps need to change. It needs to, to go a different way. But, you know, I, just, I don't think these players are capable, for whatever reason it might be, which could be they just don't listen, they're not interested, or they're, it's so ingrained how they played before, or they're all individuals, which is quite true. They're kind of fl- got you know flair players. They're not robots. You know whatever it might be. I just cannot see these players being able to carry out his system. So that means we reach an impasse. Some you know when you get an impasse, something has to move. Something has to be dislodged. And we all know what that means at Chelsea. It's either the manager or the players. And of course, it's easier to get rid of one person than it is to get rid of eleven. But the trouble is, Dean, if they get rid of the manager again, we're right back. It's like your Groundhog Day, isn't it? We go right back to where we've been for the last three managers, and nothing changes, and we go on. But I think your point about um, you know not not being able to go and buy you know because you know Guardiola was able to go and buy whoever he wanted to go and implement his system or get players to play his system. Uh, Klopp in his own way, has done the same thing too. Uh, Tottenham, I think, have been, you know, different. Uh, you know, in a sense, they've been cleverer than uh, both City and Liverpool. But if you're saying that we're not going to get, or he's not going to get the players he needs to play his system, then I ask you, where do we go from here? I think we, I think we have to carry on. But otherwise, what was the point of employment in the first place? We might as well have just stuck with, with Conte and signed the players he wanted to sign. Yeah. All the over 30 Italians that he wanted we ended up doing that anyway with Sarri buying yeah. Higuain I, I agree with that but you know if if they're not going to get the players that he needs to play his system and the current players for whatever reason can't play his system where do we go from here then because you know the results will just get worse surely won't they well no because they are professional footballers they should over time be able to adapt and then you want not trying to change six players you're only maybe trying to change two or three and that becomes a lot easier to do especially if you're going to start selling players if if Hazard does go in the summer he's going to free up a lot of spare money yeah, for them to true, buy true. the players they do the he likes playing with very small squads he, he, when he did it with Napoli he only played, played with the same players all the time it was difficult for other players to get in he likes playing with the, the, the players that he thinks he can make work. I mean, there, there's an argument to be had here that, you know, he might be brilliant and it's, it's Cerismo is the, that the second coming of whatever, but there's, a, there's an argument to be had that it might not work in the Premier League. It's very, very true. As what we, we, we talked about the other week, the Italian league is a very yeah. different league to the Premier League. The hustle and bustle of the Premier League. Um, once again, Dean, thank you for your yeah, call. Cheers, Stay Dean. Warm no, sorry, mate. In your Steve. car. Stay warm. It's 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 in, in, integral. Um, he made some very interesting points, though, I have to say. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Let's talk to Daniel. He's in Sweden. Yeah, we know Daniel. Hello, mate. How are you? 
Hello, lads. Not too bad. How are you guys? I'm very, very good. Daniel wrote a fantastic blog on Lewis Baker for us about uh, a month ago. <laughs> I remember man. it. Well, so what can we do you for, yeah, mate? What can we do it, you for? Uh, not, not that fan about Baker, you know. Uh, he, he played his first game for Reading, didn't he? And got substituted That's again right. at half-time. That's so, right. Oh, we wish him well, don't we? But... What a hole he's, he's in right now. Indeed. Too bad. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for, for a great show again, guys. Uh, JK, you were absolutely on fire last show. Amazing <laughs> stuff. <laughs> thank uh, you. I wrote to you guys on Twitter as well. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a really, really good show. Um, uh, on, on Monday, sorry, last Friday as well. Yeah, you're always brilliant. <laughs> anyway, I think, I, think we should, I think we should back Sorry, guys. Uh, seriously, I think he's the uh, most competent manager we had in a while. And I think the comparison with him and, and you know, uh, Scolari and Bias Boas is absolutely rubbish, you know. They, yeah, they didn't absolutely. have a plan. Uh, they didn't know what they were doing, to be honest. Uh, Sari definitely has a plan, and he tries his best. And I believe that Lee and Toomey before was absolutely bang on when he said that Sari's not liking what he sees as well, you know. But you can see that there is an idea there. And we've been very unlucky as well. Again, we hit the post. I don't know which time in a row in a game that... I that think we've hit, hit the, the bar post. in the and post, the woodwork, 17 times, Daniel, I think, yeah, this season. Yeah, there you go. Uh, again, if that ball goes in, the result would probably be different. Uh, believe me, the, the outcome of the game, and the game was rubbish, so I'm not saying that. But I think... Also, that we're a very divided group of supporters, aren't we? I mean... People are shouting out, we need to play Emerson, we need to, to play Hudson-Odoi, we need to back Sarri, we need to sack Sarri. It's a lot of different opinions out there. I know there's apparently and, uh, on Twitter now, we need to sell, the, Ramovich needs to sell the club, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, amazing. Total melt, meltdown. Yeah. My point being that I, I believe that the know-how of Sarri, his intelligence, the, the, the man breathes, eats, sleeps football... We can't get rid of him just yet. We need to give him time to get his ideas across. That, that's my point. You know, I, I, but you, I'm, I'm on your side completely. You know that, Daniel. That's what I'm. I'm, uh, I'm just hoping he gets the time. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm worried that the players are panicking and they're not being able to um, to fulfil this dream. Unfortunately, and we are, we all are uh, definitely, but. I believe that you can criticize him. Let's be honest. I mean, especially out of two po- out of you know, from from two points of view. One being his match coaching or Plan B, as people like to call it, and one being that he rotates. He could have been rotating a little bit more, and and uh, I believe it was Dean that just mentioned it in the call before that. Uh, and and I do agree with that. But, but we don't know what the club are actually going to be doing with this. We don't know what the club are thinking. We don't know if the club have given him time. We don't know if the club have said, um, actually, we love this style of football you're trying to play. And as Guardiola was given time, um, as uh, Klopp was given time, will will allow you to be not playing very well. The dilemma is is uh, whether they're going to actually back him in the transfer market, which I doubt. So it would be interesting to see. It would be interesting to see in the summer. Obviously, we've, we we if we he's hope still there, if he's still there, of course. I believe he will be, Jake. I, I, I can't really see that. You know him, be being sacked. Well, I, I can't see us drop that many points because we are unlucky as well. So we will turn this around. We'll definitely get a win tomorrow, and we'll probably be <laughs> the, the, the week after we're playing City, right? Yes. Yeah. 
Uh-oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you never know. It would be, it'd be no, very Chelsea I... to beat City, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. And that's our that's where our problem lays. And that's why Conte started to play at, uh, counter-attack football in the first place. Because the same group of players, we, we're not really adapted to to keep the ball in the opposition half, you know, big periods of the game like that. And we, we, we seem to struggle when, we, when we're forced to uh, attack. And, uh, yeah, that, that's a problem. But I really believe that we will adapt to that, uh, to that mentality sooner or later. Dan, thank you so much for joining us all the way from Sweden this evening. Really appreciate well done, your call. Uh, 0208 Keep them coming in. Paddy's on the lines this evening. He's waiting to take your call. Plus, any song requests? Because we started doing that on a few shows. Have we? Any song requests off the off breaks? Can I be the veto of that? Uh, no, you can't. <laughs> any song requests off breaks? If Paddy finds them suitable, you will get them heard. Believe me, you will. It's Love Sport Radio with the Chelsea Fancast. Come for the sport. Stay for the chat. Love Sport Radio. See, I nominated uh, This Girl Is On Fire by Alicia Keys. But I know Pads is a big Take That fan. He's a massive... He, he loves Gary Barlow. So he smells his hair on Gary well, Barlow. You know what? Paddy can know what... He should know where he can take that and shove it. Well, that's just not very nice, is it? But we did it because Daniel said you are on fire. Yeah. Oh, I sweet. Like so this is why Thank we, we, we played... Why didn't he play you? Fire by the crazy world of Arthur Brown? Yeah, yeah, fire. do do yeah. I need you to they're, burn. They're too young, man. I want you to burn. Well, no, to be fair, I wanted Freed from Desire by, by you know, Gala. Oh, you that's know? all right. Yeah, we like it better. JK is on fire. Your defence is terrified. JK is on fire. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very would've good. Nice. Yeah, it would have been, been lovely. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's Meanwhile, go back to no, the I think, it, I think it's JK is on fire. Your audience is putrefied. <laughs> have a stone audience. Yeah. You turn them to stone. I right? turn them to stone. <laughs> They're not listening. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. I love the fact that Dean said, I've got a question for Chidge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, do you know what? Let, let Mark's well, maybe he didn't, agree, didn't think I was going to say agree with him. Maybe thought, no. well, Mark, Mark's on the line for Cincinnati. On, Mark, you never know. Go he might have a question for go me. On, go on, Mark. Have you got a question for, uh, for what's your name? Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hello, right, mate. Pal. You're all right. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, it's uh, yeah. We had snow here. I'm a bit. I'm in shock, Mark. I mean, you get. Uh, you're you're in uh, Cincinnati, so oh. I would imagine it's really cold there at the moment, isn't it? Yes, and it snowed last night as well. So yeah. I saw. I saw the. Uh, was it Lake Michigan? Is it Lake Michigan on uh, on Chicago? Uh, absolutely frozen over. Yep. Unbelievable. And we're, we're worried about... A yeah, my sister lives in Chicago. It's, like, deadly cold up there right now. Yeah, I know. Crazy. Anyway, you didn't phone us up all the way from Cincinnati to talk about the weather. You talked to the phone to talk about Chelsea, I suspect. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, you know, I've been listening to the conversation, and I understand what you're saying. Chidge is about as far as if, you know, if it's not working, then they need to switch it. But I think, for me, and I wrote this on Twitter earlier, I think that, you know... As humans, when when you come under pressure, you tend to revert back to what you know. And I think that if we switch now, the players aren't going to learn how to play like this. And I know it's hard to watch sometimes, and I know that, you know, who wants to lose 4-0? 
to anyone. But I think now if we switch if we switch the formation, that you might as well just sack the manager. I, I don't see what the point of what we're doing if we're just going to tuck you know tuck our tails run when it gets hard. I, I, you know, it, it's hard because yeah. we're doing something no, no, Mark, Mark, different I, than we I, always have. Mark, Mark, I think that's a superb point, and I agree with you. And I think this is the trouble. This is why we're at an impasse because when you're under pressure, you're right. We do revert to what we we're comfortable with and what we know best. That's what what happens to us automatically, and that's what Sarri's doing. This is why he doesn't change, and this is why the players can't change because what happens when they do go a goal down, and we see it when they are under pressure, when when uh, another team stifles what they're set out to do, they revert back to what they know. Now okay so what do you do you either don't change anything which means we're going to carry on losing more games we're probably not going to finish in the top four uh or or whatever who knows but the reality is there is as i alluded to earlier on there is a there is a bigger picture and a wider context now i'm not for what i'm not for one minute saying we should just sack sarri at the first minute of trouble because i think like i said earlier on that kind of defeats the whole object of trying to change in the first place going through changes will will create pain you know, it doesn't happen seamlessly or smoothly a lot of the time. Uh, so sometimes you have to accept that if you generally want to change. But what I'm really saying is, well, is Roman going to accept us not being in top four? Is Roman going to accept us losing like we did against Bournemouth? And more importantly, are the supporters? The you supporters know, won't definitely. Well, no, they're the ones who had to stand out uh, in the Vitality yeah. Stadium, freezing then, you know, what's Singing off. you don't know what you're doing when Higuain you know, is taken off. Yeah. yeah, you know, they don't have... This is not about unconditional love, you know. Sometimes you get the hump because what you're seeing you don't understand, don't like, and you think it's rubbish and you're cold. Yeah. Exactly that. Um, uh, Mark, we're gonna have to leave yeah we're gonna have to leave it i do apologize oh, but no. yeah i know do you know what it is we're, we're approaching the news at eight oh, o'clock blimey, is it? That's oh, sorry mate sorry, you mate. Know, mark, sorry about always, that though. pal great to hear from you i do apologize yeah, thank you. i'll tell you what if you if if you know whoever wants to give us a call back after call back after the break 0208 70 25 we, we'd love to hear from you we 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 definitely love to hear from you i do apologize to mark though in cincinnati Shame. Just, we love um, mark yeah, just being just being rushed there. Very quickly though, Chidge, um, fill us in on the quiz. What's the score? Ah, well, uh, well, amazingly, quiz, amazingly, quiz, 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 Eddie quiz. McCready's uh, uh, Blue and White Army, or Eddie McCready 1977, also known as Mark to his friends. Uh, he's come up with two that I didn't have on my original list, so we've now got thirteen, <laughs> uh, and they've done very, very well. Uh, we've had one, two, three, four four three five six on the list and i think somebody else has got another two so we've got eight out of my original 11 uh plus the two that mark's shoved in there as well so they're doing well uh i'm impressed they are doing very very well indeed um should you sorry kiddo you thought of many uh shira <laughs> We'll leave you. We'll leave you to it. There. We'll leave you to on your own. Uh, anyway, seven fifty-six across the capital. This is Love Sport Radio. We're going to be heading for your news at a very, very shortly indeed. Get involved with the quiz. Oh two oh eight seventy twenty-five five eight at Love Sport Radio on Twitter or at Chelsea Fancast. Some of the finds on this quiz tonight are absolutely incredible. We've just sat here and just talked about one, uh, which is which is blown our socks off. It has. I'm impressed. My socks gone out but of the I'm, window. I'm, I'm impressed, but I'm not surprised. Eddie McCready, 1977. I mean, he's a it, font of knowledge. He is a font of knowledge, and also one of the nicest people you'll meet at Sorry, Chelsea. By isn't the way, isn't it a font of knowledge? Font is no, what font. we 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 uh, what we write. We, you know, it's a isn't a font like a big pool. I always yeah. thought it was a font of knowledge. Well, I'm going to have to look that up. I think now. he will. Yes. Uh, but anyway, he's he's also one of the nicest people you meet at Chelsea. He's a lovely bloke. Just like you, isn't he? Not quite. He's nicer. Fair play.
Join us after the break for the ballads of the Chelsea fancast. The Love Sport Radio approaching that. Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chidge, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match... And they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month. And you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Ginge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The pensioners are back, but with no walking sticks in sight. They're carefree, wherever they may be. They're the famous CFC. Blue is their colour and football is their game. If you come to Stamford Bridge, you'll remember their name. It's the Chelsea Fancast on Love Sport. Just 
like things. I think when I walked in the office this evening, Chidge was talking about some feature on his iPhone and you know disabling it. But I've just shown him that you know I get this recommended tweet yeah. on on you know the things you should look out for. And one of them just popped up. It's about a bubonic plague. Oh, have you ever talked about bubos? <laughs> Hang on, isn't that, isn't that also known as the Black Death? I have no idea. Yeah. You were probably around around then, weren't you? I was, I was. I, I, I you, you, monk. you invented yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, when they said bring out your dead, I was the man who brung the dead out. <laughs> On what? <laughs> On a horse? Yeah, no, no, what, on, a, on a little tray. <laughs> Penny for an ex-leper! <laughs> <laughs> Ah! I meant cart, actually. Uh, it's the, ch- <laughs> the same cart you'd use to wheel dinner in later that night. Eat with squeaky wheel. It's just very no, that's, a, that's a buffet uh, cart. A bit different. <laughs> Love Sport Radio. Uh, good evening, uh, Stavridge and Jonathan. Kiddo kid. Why, while you were away, while you were I don't know what you were doing outside. Uh, Chidge, uh, during the break. Stretching me legs. Go for a stretch. I, I, said, g- I get bum aches sitting here for an do hour. Do you? Yeah, I do. Oh. So the chairs don't in, shoot you, my you In your glutes. They get a bit That's tense. I've got bad back, man. You? You, should, you should bring your own Cheech. cushion, like you know, I could drive an instructor's yeah. car. Mm. You should just have like a couple of cushions just set. Oh, bad idea. You know, some random cushions. <laughs> but I'll send to kiddo that, you know. Because I've um, lost so much weight out of my posterior. <laughs> my bum's become a bit bony. Can we break. Should we chip together and buy him a cushion? I'd be happy to. Happy. Yeah. happy. Or a milk crate. Or even a board. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, you get splinters in or your rubber backside. ring. <laughs> um, yeah. What well, a donut pillow! Mm. Oh. <laughs> that, that was a, a look that knew. <laughs> what were you trying to say, Aaron? For the last five I just, minutes, I just sorry, said, mate. That, you know, we were t- we were talking, my, J- Jonathan and I, uh, that about you know the fixture that's coming up, Chelsea versus Huddersfield, and how he's going to be fed the scraps tomorrow in hospitality for the you know the quality of game that's expected. Um, it, it, the hospitality, the, 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 the food's going to be very meagre. Um, and he, he agreed. Did he? Yeah. Yes. Really? Yes. Do you think so? They're cutting back, are they? Gruel. When it's, uh, it's Huddersfield, they're bound to not have the same pheasant And they're not going to have Yorkshire pudding and roast beef. Uh, there might be a theme, actually. They always have that. Yeah, I've, yeah, always, yeah. I've always had that when I've seen you there. Yeah, no, no. It's always... It's, in fact, there's an excess of grub in hospitality, generally. Yeah. In Aussies. It's, uh, it's good. They do very well. It's very nice food. Very nice. Who's, who's the... Pl- nice. Is it John Holland's in there still? Yeah, he keeps oh, wandering in. I don't understand because he's got his own suite. He I don't think he's allowed in there. He, he keeps for, wandering for in. What? He does. He comes you in and sits. You can just imagine just walking like a, hello. Right? <laughs> no, I, I love He sits at the table noise. next to me, actually. So I always, really? yeah. You should always say always hello to him. I do. Because we know him. I do. I always mention you, and he wants to be back on. He, oh, he's got welcome any time, I'll tell John. him, I'll tell yeah. him then on, uh, I'll tell him tomorrow. Yeah. Is, yeah. We'll get him to come in. Yeah, we should. Well, I f- find I'll, I'll mention that to him. Yeah, get him to yeah, come if in if he's interested. Yeah, because yeah. he likes doing all of that. Yeah. He's, uh, I mean, he's, he's the stories he can yeah, tell. Of course he can. Of course and he can, can do an off-air version too, which are even funnier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we digress. Um, yeah, plenty on the way this hour. We're going to be talking transfer window, looking ahead to the game against Aldersfield Town. Um, but yeah, just at the start of this hour, we're going to be carrying on talking about. So I want to sort of cap this off. Um, you know, a lot of people talking about Sari's future. Um, will he sort of, will the club stick or twist? Will Sari stick or twist? Will he stick with this formation that he's known for? Will he, you know, listen to, to people well, around him and change? I, I did mention we actually had a tweet in. Oh, from, um, uh, from, from, from Jace. From yeah. Jace McGovern, who's who's part of the um, uh, the, the Tottenham fan show here. Just uh, listening in tonight. Hi, Jace as an outsider what did the panel think of the Hazard comments yeah, but I think he made those comments the other day didn't he but I, I think Hazard is a, a perfect example of, of the, the process is that he's not actually playing 
very well in the system, even playing on the wing. Um, uh, also, yeah, I don't think he's being defended by referees again. Um, I think earlier on in this, he was on fire early on, wasn't he? Early on in the season. Um, and, and I think that probably masked the fact that we weren't quite still, well, obviously not playing the way that Sarri wanted. But uh, my fear is that um, he can't adapt at all to Sarri's system. Um, I just wanted to make a point about, um, which I ranted madly about the other day on the on the Monday show, um, is that uh, everybody wants a doy to be automatically selected. Mm. And he made a very obvious gesture, didn't he, uh, Sarri, during the week by not even having him on the bench. Um, because uh, we have to remember that he is not the great hope that all the supporters want him to be yet, and I'm cl- I'm, I'm convinced he he will be he will Hang be. Hang on a, a minute, how can you be the great hope not yet? Well, the whole point of being the hope is that you are not yet because it's a hope. The great hope. Well, all right. That's that. Well, I was trying to express it dif- differently. All right. He's not the. He's not the finished article. Yeah, that's exactly what I meant. Yeah. That's exactly well, what I meant. Carry on. Yeah. Thank you for. <laughs> thank you for interpreting. <laughs> interpreting. Yeah, I got the words wrong. Then. Okay. Yeah. No, you had He's, the right words. Uh, though, just in the wrong order. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not and and i keep going on about this but you know and you can't compare him and william he's going to play william instead william has played other than other than well, he was on the bench wasn't he? The, he he selected pedro instead of him he's got pedro and william to get into the team uh, to get past to get into the team he won't be selected in front of them despite everybody on twitter's des- and facebook's desire he will not get into the team ahead of those two because they're more experienced and uh, I'm afraid to say at the moment better players and I know people are going to go that's not true at all but uh, it is in, what we've seen of hudson Adoy is he's got great potential but it, it, it's not going to be realised by just sticking him in the first team particularly if he's not doing what Sarri requires which is keeps going on about this defensive phase as well and if none of the players are achieving what he wants uh, uh, once again we're back to what we were talking about before i really don't know what i really don't know what uh, i don't know what we're going to do if 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 this team cannot achieve it but what we haven't also talked about is there if there is this transfer embargo which perhaps the club are very aware of perhaps their view will be keep the manager mm. bring in the the youth that are all on loan that are the better well, players too, too and try questions. and make that work so many questions so, no, so no many answers. questions no answers and i think it really just makes the whole club look like an absolute shah shah no but uh, well, it's, it's a shambles mate it is a bit shambles whatever way it? you look at it yeah. it's a shambles yeah. at the moment yeah. It is indeed. Can I can I make my point now? Oh, lovely putting your hand up. Yeah, Thank just put, you. put my hand up. Just yeah. want to let you know that yeah. it is, of course, the start of the Six Nations uh, tonight. France taking on Wales in the Stade de France. Really? What, is, uh, what is happening? Are they winning? Well, if you turn out, if you turn around, you'll see. I do not wish to look. France uh, are, are five points up to to Wales is nil. Oh. It's been an intriguing. Am I, am start. I allowed to say that's the 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 vegetable derby? The, the, gar- le- the, the garlic leek. munchers versus the leek munchers. I think we'll find the other cockroaches. Am I allowed to say that? No, I think uh, they are the chickens, are they not? France are cheese, the poulet. They? Le fromage. <laughs> Les frogs, mate. <laughs> Les grenouilles. Do you know how many Les French accents he's done? This is a lovely sausage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Preston North End nil. Derby County nil in the championship. And how's the cricket going, Chidge? Uh, I I've don't just know. Cut they've got, to an the ad- they've got an advert for a very nice hotel chain. I've, I've just cut, cut to it at the wrong no time. Idea. Uh, Thanks yeah. for stitching me right up. We're no being beaten. That's all we need no to know. No problem. 0208 70 25 <laughs> Come on and have your say. We're going to be talking transfers next. And in the words of Jonathan, 
and kid. This is a lovely sausage. Love Sport, 558 AM. I am the god of hellfire, and I bring you fire. I was just, I was just waiting. Literally, I just had Paddy count me down and win. Kenneth, he does a very good scream in a minute, and then <laughs> that. I mean, I he don't goes, know. oh no, it comes again. Oh no, he goes. Yeah, all right. Listen. Oh no. Oh no. Anyway, uh, to answer Jace's question, yeah, I think. Hazard is a bit like Sari, actually. He, he's unbelievably forthright and honest in a lot of his comments, and the idea that he frustrates all managers. But I think what it does is it underpins the, the fact that he's not prepared, perhaps, to, to take the discipline in terms of how Sari wants Chelsea to play, mm. and he is a free spirit and an individual. And I think this is one of the problems that we've got. A lot of our players are, A, free-spirited, creative individuals. Hang on, and, and, and that's how they I was going to agree, I was going to say Barkley is yeah. similar, and he's been straight-jacketed. He's younger, and I think you and I were saying this earlier, there's a lot of that team who are like that, had, you know, Hazard 27, William 30, 31, Pedro 31, 32. You cannot treat, uh, tr- uh, teach old dogs new tricks. They're too old to take it. They won't take it. Well, they you, won't change. You, you hope they can change. But I don't think they will, mate. <sighs> so I guess it's a, really, it's a fair point, Jace, and you know, I think if it wasn't for Hazard, this is an interesting, other interesting point, if it wasn't that it was Hazard, we would probably be calling him out, saying, how disgraceful, going against the manager, being ill-disciplined well, and all there that. There is but also the fear at the moment that they've downed tools, and it is the same group of people downing tools who are or are difficult in the dressing room, and Hazard is being singled well, out as uh, one of them. You know, three last three managers, what's been the common denominator, you could argue? Yeah. Who's the most important player? Yeah, it's been Hazard. So if there's any player power, who's yeah. the one player they don't want to go? Oh, and, yet, and yet Louise always comes in and says we, we're trying to make his system work I think unless you're, you're kind of allegedly racist to his mates which is what happened with Conte yeah. uh, you know I think Louise is actually a peacemaker He's a, I, I like Louise a lot anyway here's the thing yeah. uh, we all think that Hazard is kind, we don't know really it's 50-50 isn't it really whether he goes or not in the summer but do you think what's going on at the moment with A the club B how they're all performing C trying to take on or do you think that in a sense this is kind of forcing his hand to go yeah well, he, well if the, the team starts getting worse and worse he won't want to be there anymore no. will he and, he's, and he doesn't want to change he's not going to want to change for another manager no. I don't think well I think if he's given the opportunity to go to Madrid and play how he wants because I think he said didn't he I always do what I want regardless of what the manager and I think that's the kind of says. player he is yeah but you see if you go back to my argument before we even went on air which is I don't like this kind of really directional instructional you know th- 30 different ways to yeah, take yeah. a throw in type football management I believe in people like Brian Clough Buy talented players who know how to play football and say, there's the ball, there's the pitch, go and play. But hasn't that changed now in the in well, the modern world? You yeah, can't but football is still a very simple game at heart. Well, as, as, Dixon, Why as Kerry Dixon keeps saying, it's, yeah. it's down to the players. But yeah. but you would hope that they would be able to play within this system just because of the, the brilliance of it. I keep going back to Napoli. The, you just have to look at the touches, the, the few touches, the speed the ball goes around the pitch. No wonder Jorginho didn't have to worry about him having a man on him because because the ball, it wouldn't go... Jorginho and it just passed it off and it went round and then it was at the, the centre and it was a centre and it was a goal. So are know. they not technically up to it then? 
It's the too many touches. I just you were saying it's that the they fear. were better than the Napoli players. They're, they ought to be, level. hadn't they? They're much. Yeah. They're, they're better. They're more internationals than them. Yeah. But it's the. I think he is frustrated because in training they clearly do what he wants them to do. Mm. Which is to go one touch, two touches, and it's and it's in. He's got his hand up. He's got his hand up again. I love it. I know. That, yeah. that, exactly what you've just said. If you if, <coughs> if you apply it and you think about it logically, they're doing it in training. Yeah. But they're not doing it in in sort of a game. It's got to be the league. It's got to be a case of, you know, it, it coming up against problems they don't expect. Exactly. Or anticipate, the, the, yeah. I mean, let's be fair. If you if, <coughs> if you play in Syria, you're not exactly have like a Ryan Shawcross coming in at you know like Ivor the engine across. Well, it was interesting that Higuain actually said the other day he found it unbelievably aggressive. Even just playing against Wednesday, yeah. he yeah. said he'd not expected and that was it just to from be. His own side. And, that, and that, yeah, that was everybody yeah shouting at him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let alone the fans. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh. They were not happy in the Vitality Stadium. I mean, that's I haven't I haven't heard Chelsea supporters. I mean, I'll probably be proven wrong here, but I can't remember the last time I've heard Chelsea supporters say we don't. You don't know what you're doing to a Chelsea manager. Um, Scalari. And, and Benitez, but yeah. Benitez, yeah, Benitez, we just yeah. didn't like him anyway. No, no. Scalari yeah. definitely got a yeah, lot of you don't that. know what you're doing. Yeah, he did. And he clearly didn't know what. No, but there was always a look of dismay. I'm just kind of thinking, of, what have I done? I've only won the World Cup. Yeah, well, know. but... You what know. do you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> him and his mustachioed yeah. mate. Uh, he was only there for the money, mate, and his own ego, you know. Villas Boas, I always feel slightly sorry for. Did he not get, you don't know what you're doing? He must have had Yeah, I think he did a few of those. But I think his dilemma was that he was trying to play a pressing game. Unfortunately, we, we, we with, sim- John we, Terry. with John Terry, which, really bright. Yeah, not, not going to work with. See, it's the kind of same madness. You, you know, as I said, I just don't understand this. You just don't do this in in the real world. You know, you know, why would you try and play a high press with players, players like John Terry? Well, haven't got great speed. It's about just like them. stupid. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you think then that there's a possibility that Roman will just? Splash some cash, not having done so for well, such so, a well, long we, time. Well, we were going to talk about this. I mean, because there are yeah. only so many things that can happen in this impasse. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. one is they give him time, and if you're going to give him time, then you have to bring in players who can play his way. Because this lot will never do it, yeah. which means you have to go and finance him. Are the club prepared to finance them? From everything we're told, no, they're not. Because he actually said, "I can work with these players because well, I'm did a good say coach." That. She should never have said that yeah. because I think that's that could that could come back to haunt him. You know, on the other hand, what do you do if you get rid of him and right? it off as a bad bad you know bad decision to go and hire somebody like this then we're right back to where we were and who are they going to hire well we'll we'll go i mean somebody was uh, dom dom betts was talking to me about zinedine zidane now you see that might be quite interesting bearing in mind who absolutely adores him yes yes but then you just be trying to keep it going but But keep um keep hazard but uh, you know so that you keep hazard for four years you build the team around him they all play football they can understand you've got a lot of the youth coming through who also play that kind of football and we probably win the title again next year you know, this is where we are, Jonathan. It's nuts. I know we're dealing with, with such good players because yeah. so many of them are. If they're motivated, if they're comfortable, if they've, if they've got somebody they like, if they think they're going to win something, they usually do go and win Apparently it. the monotony of the training is getting to them as well. So you, you bring Zidane in, just for argument's sake, does his league record not sort of concern you, the fact that, you know... Well, I think three Champions Leagues will do for me. Three Champions Leagues. Yeah. And, I and think, a partridge in a pear tree. Well, yeah, exactly. The, the only sort of mass sort of positive I see is if you look at how poor Real Madrid have been since he's left, they've scored half the goals as but you know... Yeah, but, the uh, team, the team, yeah, but he did what so many managers yeah, do. The team grew old together and then he went, which is why he went, I suspect, and look what happened. Ferguson, you could say the same about United. It's it's weird, though, because I've been looking at sort of the patterns of things, and if you look and at... And they had you know, Ronaldo, remember. 
this is true this is true he did affect a few things here and there but Hazard when he's really up for it can be as effective in the Premier League well everyone says he's the third best player in the world let's be fair you know Um, but if you look at sort of patterns of, of, of time and core squads and stuff Arsenal post you know the the, the, the core of their squad your Vieiras and you know that, that back line that and the Henri breaking up barely won anything United post Fergie barely won anything and if you look at the Chelsea breakup of the core your Czech your Terry Lampard and Drogba I'm not saying you haven't won anything but it's been a little bit sort of stop start well, it has. It certainly has recently. But I, I think, you know, we, we kind of touched on this a bit earlier on about why are so many supporters getting upset? And, and I would include myself to a degree in that because I do see this a battle between pragmatism and ideology and dreamers. And, you know, I, I proudly derided uh, Wenger and Arsenal for the kind of football that they play, which I felt, felt was effete and on the whole ineffective. And we used to bully them and beat them a lot. We were the only English team that would go toe-to-toe with Barcelona and come out on top. Guardiola never beat Chelsea when he was manager of Barcelona. And he ripped it out of everybody. And we, we did it by defending with 30 men behind the ball and just hope we got a bit lucky and then stuck our fingers up at them as we ran away. And there was something indomitable about that that a lot of Chelsea supporters identified with and loved. And now we're, we're trying to embrace a football which was the epitome of the football that we derided and the kind of managers that we derided. And I think this lies at the heart of a lot of it, actually, and why they get so upset. Plus the fact, as I think, I think you get more footballers who are football supporters who are pragmatists than you do who are idealists and pragmatists like winning and they also i think they like to see effort i think is yeah, the main thing effort, and yeah. uh, Very uh, English, as, as mark, that, mark warrell keeps going on about um leadership yeah. and nobody on the yeah. pitch it seems to have um that the kind of fire in the belly well there's a good that, point uh, yeah. that, that we uh, yeah. we relate to with um with Frank and uh, and JT playing for the shirt. Yeah, I mean I've always said this, and of course we grew up at a time when Chelsea weren't winning anything. Didn't and have shirts. Were quite rubbish. <laughs> we didn't really have many talented players. So the minimum requirement was then, and still is for us lot, is that they have to put a shift in for the club and the shirt. Uh, get your quiz answers in this evening at Love Sport Radio on Twitter at Chelsea Fancast. Get the quiz answers in. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> giving your team the coverage they deserve love sport radio Yeah, time to look ahead to the game at the weekend. Chelsea taking on Huddersfield Town on a busy, busy weekend of uh, of sporting action on a cold weekend for the country. Three o'clock kickoff at the Bridge. I'll give you a couple of just bits of insight, a bit, a few stats, if you want. Yeah, uh, Chelsea have won two of the previous three Premier League meetings, including Maurizio Sarri's first game as their head coach against Huddersfield. However, uh, the Terriers earned a draw when the teams met at Stamford Bridge last May, a point which guaranteed their Premier League survival. Huddersfield's last league victory over Chelsea was 2-1 at Stamford Bridge in the old second division when, Jonathan Kidd? 
No, I was no. Stanford the line in 1980. Anyway, <laughs> let's uh, look ahead to this one. Chelsea in danger of losing three league matches in a row for the first time since November 2015. I mean, let's be fair. You wouldn't bet against Chelsea losing tomorrow. No, you wouldn't. No. Although... <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, although... Uh, <laughs> oh, that's I what he thought it, of that. I timed it well. It's brilliant. Although, uh, there is no way on earth they should lose to a team that are basically already relegated, that can't score a flaming goal, and have let in more goals than anybody else, practically. It would just be insanity, even if they part the flaming bus and, and a whole pack of, 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 of Yorkshire Terriers. I mean, you know, I, it, it just shouldn't happen. But because of where we are now... Because of the fragility, I think, of the, fl- of the player's mentality yeah. at the moment. Yeah. You know, if I was, uh, you know, this German German manager, Sievert, or whatever his name is. Sievert? Basically, clock mark seven. Yeah, Sievert. Let's go for Sievert. Jan Sievert. Uh, if I'm him, I'm going to say, right, OK, two banks of four, somebody on, on uh, Jorginho, Jorginho all the time, Jorginho, yeah. and kick hazard as much as you can, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and see what happens. And, if and you know, and look for the big... Vacuous, wide open spaces they're going to leave at full and uh, full b- the full back positions, you know, and try and capitalize on that. They they are one word and set pieces. There's one word I want to describe they are poor, poor, they're very they're poor. poor, very, poor. very poor. But you know what? They're the kind of team that can dog it out at Stamford Bridge if, if well, it's they their did day, last year, didn't they? Yeah, if it's their day. And w- have you seen how we defend at set pieces recently? Yeah, exactly. And all they'll do is it'll be set pieces where they'll Header in, boom, to score. You know. yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I am and unduly worried about it. And if they score and there's 20 minutes to go, all they'll do is then get yeah, cramp exactly. and lie around yeah, and the referee won't kick, do anything you know, about it. Professional and, fouls yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and I have to say, I saw, them, I saw the match against City where they were... I mean, City were in seventh gear and romped home to a 3-1, uh, I think, or 3-0 win. But I tell you what, they weren't as bad as that result made them look. You know, they they had a few... I mean, you know, they were attacking City quite a lot in that match. So they're not... You know, they're not idiots. They're in the Premier League, for goodness but sake. They, they played midweek, and, and they were uh, they were narrowly uh, beaten by Everton by a goal to nil. And yeah. it was it was a very, very dodgy goal. Yeah. But then again, Everton played for 35 minutes with, with, without a man. So, you know, they had Lucas Dini sent off. So, you know, Huddersfield couldn't quite get past them. Um, disappointed but proud is what Jan Seward, uh described as. I mean, if you look at him, if you look at the signings, what, what they're doing at the moment, they seem like a club who are gearing up for the championship yeah that makes sense but uh, you never know it might he might revitalize them so that they uh, they stay in the division he might relight their fire yeah but what, yeah. I'm, what I'm more interested good, in is, is you know will will well what Chelsea will turn up and will Sarri make any changes Jonathan um uh, I think the only one that is uh, uh, is debatable will be Emerson and um, and Alonso because I don't think he'll change anybody else um, uh, we might put William in for Pedro, but uh, once again, Adoy's not going to. Adoy's not going to make it. Adoy's uh, he'll he'll be third choice again, if if at all, if on the bench at all. Um, I know you wonder whether 
Sarri was making a point about not putting him, uh, selecting him at all for the uh, the Bournemouth game. But but the thing I'm, is, I, I get what you say about that, and I think you, you speak a lot of sense. And to be fair, I've always made that same point. You know, I've never ever been one to just throw them in because they're young. But he could be very, very good, and we could lose him, and then Sarri could get fired. And I, if that happens, I'm going to be absolutely steaming because it's as if. You know, we've put the eggs in the Sarri basket and then we lose both Sarri and Callum Hudson. Yeah, but he's still, on a, si- he's still got 16 months of his contract to go, hasn't he, Adoy? Uh, yeah, he's got a year yeah, at so the end of this summer. It's not going to so. happen. Well, you so. mean Sarri will be off before Yeah. Then? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> if he goes, if, but no, but I, I, you know, I'm I'm ambivalent. I want him to succeed. Yeah, I'm not. So do I. I'm not so like. I'm not like the majority of people on on Twitter yeah, no. who are being unbelievably yeah. aggressive and personal about him in a way that is unbecoming of of Chelsea fans and I'm just uh, I don't think that's fair on the man oh my god I've got a great a great song I found Ian Dunn Ian Dunn Ian Ian, Ian, Ian Dunn he's, he's got, got no hair we don't care Ian Ian Dunn oh I was going to sing that to him I've only just he found joins it us on, next on, would you like to sing it to him John, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I bet you I, well I don't know do you want to risk that I don't think that's fair could do be you, a very short phone it could be what we could do is what we could do is we could just like you know when he comes on the line we could hear like what his sort of his mood's like we could get like we could gauge. You can ask his him what his vibe is. Yes, we will do that, and we'll do it next. Five five eight a.m. Love sport. The opposition view on love sport. Time to welcome on a proper cult hero. He's an ex Huddersfield Town cult hero, former York City striker. And I'll tell you what, I usually reserve this question for journalists, Ian. But I'm going to ask, what's your vibe today? Good evening. <laughs> my vibe, my vibe enlightened me. My vibe is, I'm quite chilled this afternoon. I like my snow, so and a good afternoon, good weekend of football to come along. So yeah, chilled. I think is the word. Because there's no snow down here, Ian. It's uh, really in, yeah. No. <laughs> my wife's just texted me to say that the M3 shut, mate. Speak is, for yeah. yourself. Well, it's it's raining in the middle of London. Well, yeah. No, once you get out of like, once you get to the burbs. Yeah, it's it's quite heavy. Is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I drove I'll through. Never a, go there. Drove through a blizzard to get here. Oh, uh, okay. Ian, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a delight. <laughs> it's a delight to have you on yeah, the show. Definitely. Uh, no, thanks for having me. Thanks thank you so me. much for for agreeing to do so. Um, I'm gonna, you know, kind of bring the bring the vibe right down. Actually, I'm afraid, Ian. Sorry, but I mean, how, just how disappointing has has the season been for us? Because I mean, I remember when you got up in the playoffs actually, and I, I remember watching the match, and it was wonderful actually. Because I mean, you know, Huddersfield yeah. have got this fantastic history, and to see them come back to the Premier league and everybody just looks so chuffed including patrick yeah. stewart of course you know so you know you had all that joy you managed to hang on last year but it's not looking like that this year is it no it's, a, it's, a, it's going to be a big ass to stay in the uh, in the premier league this year um but no i mean as far as disappointment goes i think i think the fans will be as disappointed at losing the manager as the prospects of going down uh, the majority we're very unhappy to see David Wagner leave. I think he'd just taken them, or he felt he'd taken them as far as he could. Um, but it's, just, it's, it's sometimes in football this happens, isn't it? You sort of you overachieve, and, and then when you fail to yeah. carry on overachieving, it's seen as, a, as a, a bit of a you know a bit of a disaster. And it isn't. Huddersfield have had two fantastic seasons, uh, getting up, staying up, and this year is just a bit of a lull. Hopefully, or my hope is that they've got the right man in charge now. You know, another young. A German coach who's um, by all accounts very well qualified hopefully 
if the worst comes to the worst and, and town do go down this season, then next season they rebuild and they and they come back stronger. Hopefully, Ian Dean Hoyle. Um, you know he's he's a nice guy. I was fortunate to meet him uh, this season and have a, have a quick chat with him. But his loyalty to to um, to David Wagner was, I mean, just unquestionable. You know the fact that he turned around and said that this is the man who brought us up and he'll be the man to take us down. Do you think? Wagner jumped ship. Did you know he resigned, didn't he, though? Yeah, he ju- no, no, I wasn't about to say, do you yeah. think he jumped ship? Do you think it was a case of it was affecting him sort of mentally? Because he looked absolutely he drained, exhausted wasn't he? Absolutely, yeah. afterwards. Um, do, do you think it was the right decision? And do you think it was the right decision for the football club? I think it was the right decision for David Wagner. He, he's, he was, you know, he's mature enough, he's clever enough, wise enough to, to make that decision for himself. Um, and you're right, the club were very loyal to him. But David Wagner was very loyal to the club. This time last year, his name was on you know most big clubs wanted list as, as potentially a future manager of them. And, and he said he came out and said, "No, I'm staying at Huddersfield. I've got a job to do." Um, that has ended now, so he's got a new you know he'll have something. No doubt, in the next six months, he'll have something like you know coming along that's uh, going to be as tasty as Huddersfield Town. But no, I think that it all ended quite mutually, which is very rare in football, isn't it nowadays? Uh, I liked all the banners, happened. all the banners uh, at the at yeah. the last game. I thought were very rare to see that for a manager, aren't they? We don't normally yeah. see that been, been well, happening for uh, for ex managers. That's it. Town fans are realistic as well. You know, there's the element uh, that. You know, and they're the, the ones that probably made the, the, the job tough. There'd be an element who, who just wanted to see the team being successful at, at all costs. Um, you get them at every football club, particularly at Chelsea. Fans, particularly at Chelsea, well, tell me, tell you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, that's, that moving swiftly on. Yeah, Ian. <laughs> Ian what, what do you think of Jan Sievert then? And, and I mean, I suppose the, the corollary of that is, uh, you know, are you resigned to the releg- to relegation, or, or is there still hope? And, and do you think he can do something about it? I, well, I mean, from the outside looking in, I, I think we're resigned to going down. Yeah. I mean, that's not being defeated, that's being realist. Uh, um, are you preparing for that? The team, is the team preparing for that at the moment? Are there some of the oh. signings uh, um, revealing imagine. that? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, the signing players that, you know, <laughs> have played at the level they're possibly going to go down to. Um, and hopefully the players that are there already, if they can keep the nucleus of that squad... It's definitely better than the one that went up. So hopefully you go down and, and you cut. You, you, you'd really be competitive in the championship. But that isn't. You know that's no. That's a big tall ask as well. Yeah, the championship yeah. is one heck of a level yeah. of football. Has he has he visibly so, uh, changed the team in just in the brief time that he's been there? Have you seen? Is he doing anything different from from Wagner? I've, I, I, I no. I think <clears throat> I think it's very early days for him. He'll be working hard on the training ground. Um, he'll have a similar ethos to David Wagner. I mean, that that'll be, that's brought up in Germany, I think, especially at Dortmund. Um, he'll have a similar ethos to how they play, how they prepare for matches. Um, he knows he's got a huge job on, but the challenge for him is, you know, hey, yeah, listen, let's let's aim for a miracle. If we come short, then so be it. We start again next season. Excellent. Right, turning to Saturday, Ian, um, is there any way that you can... I mean, we, actually, Jonathan and I were... We're a bit worried, actually, having seen us get thumped yeah. by Bournemouth 4-0. But, I mean, is there any way you can see Huddersfield getting a result? And if so, how? It's at the bridge, isn't it? It's, uh, yeah. It, it's, uh, it's... <laughs> brutally honest, no. Um, Chelsea... Sh- but, but Chelsea are having a little bit of a wobble. Well, they are. Um, you know, and, and if there's any time to play them, it's probably now. I know, I know sometimes you can say we well, come off the, the back of a hammering that you, you bounce back and you, you beat the next team, but... 
They've had a couple of bad results, Chelsea, and, and there's something not well. From again, from the outside looking in, there's, there's, there's something not quite clicking at Chelsea at the moment. For all the the quality they've got throughout that squad, I think like the whole system. <laughs> well, yeah, I, 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 all I see of them is you know on on TV really, and you look at the players, and they've got an amazing squad of players, and yet they still look to be vulnerable against certain teams. And I'm sure that's what Maurizio Sarri has been, you know, recently he's been commenting on, hey, have these lads maybe had it too easy? Have they had their success come too easy over the last few years? Or, I don't know, it's, it's a real... Well, I think from our point of view, I think he's just trying to play a system that they're not um, very good at playing. You know, right, if you just look right. at Napoli, Napoli, are, uh, when, when, he, when he was their manager, they passed the ball very, very quickly. It was all one and two touch and the Chelsea players can't appear to do that at the moment. That's the that's which the is, which is amazing for the quality that Chelsea you know the players Indeed. that they've got. Indeed. You know? Absolutely. Um, so I don't think he's trying to teach them something they're not used to play, you know, being able to do. You do absolutely. How are we um how are we expecting Huddersfield to line up and, and counter sort of, you know, the threat that Chelsea pose potentially going forward? Well it's, it's again it's early days as Jan Sievers formation the, the team he's picked so far I think he'll be something very similar to last week. He'll he'll go. Um, I mean, Huddersfield notoriously over the last couple of years, they try and play out from the back. They try and involve the defenders in, to, to, to sort of start attacks. I can't see it being much different. He's not going to change that 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 much so soon. Um, but I would imagine he will be trying to shut up shop at the back uh, and hit Chelsea on the break. But <laughs> against any good team, doing that. That poses its own risk, so they'll need they'll need a slice of good fortune tomorrow, Huddersfield. But you never know; you just never know. From from a, from a town perspective, they'll be going down there hoping for a little bit of uh, hoping that Chelsea's wobble continues and and hoping they can be tight at the back. I think if you're one goal up with 20 minutes to go, I think you'll win because I think uh, Chelsea can't score at the moment, despite having. Well, it's interesting grain. you should say that because Huddersfield are struggling to score as well. So, uh, we could be in for a nil-nil, couldn't we? <laughs> well, that, 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 I've seen that doing the rounds. Actually, funny enough, Ian, that we can't score, you can't score, so it's bound to be yeah. a nil-nil. So you never know. Yeah. You know, it'd be yeah, good five, for you if you could five, get it. Five far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's my kind of predictions. I always get it horribly you know wrong. Coming. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. excellent stuff. Are you are you are you down visiting? as well Ian are you going to be popping down for the game strangely enough no but I was in London on Tuesday on business so uh, I could have maybe extended my stay till tomorrow but no I'm, I'm not going to be there tomorrow so I'll be watching the uh, watching the TV tomorrow night and watching the results coming in and um, obviously hoping that town can pull something off certainly for, for, for the fans that do go down because uh, you'll see tomorrow if you're there um, you'll see the Huddersfield fans haven't given up faith they still follow the team and, and they make a noise a good noise yeah fair play so, uh, hopefully you'll get Decent atmosphere from them tomorrow. I'll tell you what, we we do actually do a quiz on this show where we ask, um, you know, listeners out there to to, to, to name us a few players that have played for both Huddersfield and Chelsea. I don't know if you maybe have an answer you'd like to contribute. I've got one. Go on. You want me to name him? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Steve Francis. Yeah, yeah. Spot on. There you go. Goalkeeper extraordinary, yeah. great guy. Great well, goalkeeper. <laughs> he go. was a very good keeper. He was a keeper that when the year we went up, he was he was our number one, and he was uh, much loved by the Huddersfield fans. 
because he, A, he was a great guy and B, he was a superb keeper. Oh, nice to know. Good stuff. Brilliant stuff. Uh, Ian, you've been yeah, uh, absolutely Fantastic. wonderful Thanks, mate. this evening. Uh, thank you for joining us. And we, we didn't actually sing your song either. Uh, I don't think it's going to get an airing this evening. Ian Dunn, though, uh, joining us there, former Huddersfield Town striker, giving us the opposition view. France now 13-0 up on Wales in oh, the opening I, I, game I of the Six Nations. I didn't want to know. I've recorded Nations. it so I could watch it when I got home. Well, the Six Nations? <laughs> yeah. Did you actually? Yeah. No, you didn't. I did, seriously. That's what I do. I'm that sad. With a bowl of pasta? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tuna. Tuna. Tono. Oh, tuna pasta. We've got time to read out a tweet. Uh, no, we're no, going to go for a break. Okay. We're going to go for a short pause. Let's do that. Your news. Your views. Your voice. Love Sport Radio. Your fan station. Love Sport. 558 AM. That it would be untrue You know that I would be a liar If I was to say to you Girl, we couldn't get much higher Come on, baby, light my fire Come on, baby, light my fire Try to set the night on fire the answer to your question, I find it rather odd the way he looks when he's singing this. Don't know what he looks at. The answer to that question is highly disturbing. We on? We're on. Help! I told you. Do you know what for me it is? It's uh, you correctly said it's an organ. It's this like electronic organ that really freaks me out. Brilliant! Absolute classic song. I said we should have had the the Jose Feliciano version. No, no, no. No, no. The Doors, man. Jonathan, John, Jonathan was in the doors. Was he? Yeah. The sliding doors. Well, I was going to say something else. I thought you were he worked for a builder's <laughs> merchant or something like that. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. Yeah. This, here, we, here we go. It's this bit. It's this bit. Not Jack which. it up. This is the bit you don't like. It People around my age remember this from Grand Theft Auto. Anyway, go on, sorry, sorry, go on. Anyway. Um, well, no, I was going to say, I've really enjoyed this little thematic thing tonight. You know, Jonathan was on fire earlier on, and we've been pl- riffing with that. I like should, that. We should do this because every time. Because we get to choose the music, Jonathan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should. That'd be perfect. Bit of Arthur it? Brown. Yeah, Crazy yeah. World of. Yeah, yeah, Lovely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah bit of do Doors. It. Take, take it right to, back to the 60s, how mate. How about next week we do Dismal? Dismal? <laughs> yeah. That, that, might, be that yeah. might be challenging. That might be challenging. Where are we at? Are we uh, still doing the show? No, shambolic. Yeah, Just do shambolic. Oh, like this show. Yeah, yeah no, and like Chelsea <laughs> I, at the moment. I think what we should do is we should do Shah and everything else have a water base. A water, yeah, very good, oh, okay. very good. Okay, like yeah, 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 water, you know. yeah. Um, water, water boys you could have on, couldn't you? Yeah. You Look what have, you've done yeah, now. You can have you've got, um, you've got him Aqualung by Jethro Tull. Aquamarina. Yeah, Aquamarina. Aquamarina. Oh, my God. What have you done? The woman like sailing around in like a giant fish tank <laughs> in like L Street Studios. <laughs> what, what was that? Not in Terrorvision, wasn't it? Yeah, was it ter- Terrorvision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh I never knew God. what that meant. Yeah, um, was it just like Japanese version of television? Yeah, I don't know. I think that's possibly racist. I'm not really. No, not really. It was just uh, alliterative. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> anyway, yeah. anyway, what? Let, let, there was super marionation. Super marionation. Because there were marionettes. That's right. Yeah, you see. Yeah, that told me. Yeah, that schooled me. Didn't yeah, got to put my hand up now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Can we please yeah. do the show? Uh, yeah, can we can we crack on? I mean, what do you, you make of Ian Dunn? What a nice, what a chap. lovely, oh, lovely. 
with that lovely ghoul accent. Lovely ghoul accent. Ian, 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 yeah. Did you copy that song off Raul Morelos? Mer- no, because he was playing in the 90s, so hardly. Should we carry on with the show, Aaron? Yes, let's... Uh, let's we haven't got much time left, really, No, we? we've, we've got we're about seven quiz, 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 quiz. Quiz, 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 quiz. Do you want to do the quiz first? Yeah? No, no, let's talk about... Well, you, you, can read, you can read the answers out, and I ooh, can tell ooh, you who got ooh, them right. Ooh, I'll tell you ooh. what, can we have a tiny little bed underneath, please, Pads? Just to, like, just to supplement so I can lie Jonathan's down. voice. Yeah? Yeah. Oh yeah, we can. We can have one. Lovely, we, we, we will have one. It's it's just being fired up into the um, the uh, what was? Oh oh oh, yeah, baby. That's very him. Oh, yeah, that's very him. Hey, I like that. That's very uh, him. Yeah. I mean, I've a coach. Is he reading them? He's going to read the answers, and I'm going to tell you who got it right. And here are the answers to the quiz competition: Who played for Chelsea and Huddersfield? The answers are in thirteenth place. Nick Colgan Ooh. in 12th place Chris Hutchings Ooh. was also the Wigan assistant manager can I just tell and you something Radford, uh, f- yeah. funny thing about Chris Hutchings he had a terrible Jerry Curl style like quiff do you remember like yeah. always very yeah. gelled and it always it was always one of those ones when Paul Jewell got sacked from a job Chris Hutchings got the job on a permanent That's basis right. and yeah. ended up getting sacked six months later yeah, exactly. himself yeah that was kind of regular yeah. Bradford. Bradford Bradford the same John Bradford yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just like, yeah, I'm going to take this club up, you know, just keep him up in the Premier League. Yeah. Benito Carboni, etc., etc., survived. When I was Stamford the Lion, he was a supporter of mine. Yeah. He was helped he? me, yeah, he was sweet. Yeah. He let him back in. He yeah. helped him back into his anyway. costume. Anyway, where are we now? Number 11. Number 11. This is the, this is the one that nobody got. Jack <laughs> Cock. Yeah. Do you know who Jack Cock is? He was a, a, a 1930s player. He was, but Jack Cock uh, was it was a very interesting character. He had his own kind of um, film and stuff and branding. And Did, didn't he retire in his 20s? Uh, quite early, but he had this yeah. kind of whole media thing yeah. going on, yeah. didn't he? I've read about it. Uh, if yeah. you don't know who Jack Cock is, really worth looking him up. Yeah, go and go and Google it. I remember reading it in one of Rick's books, obviously. Yeah. Um, but an absolutely astonishing character. So yeah. there we go. But I didn't know he played for Huddersfield. No, Next. Um, Frank Sinclair. Yeah. Good old Frank. Duncan Shearer. You see, I was right about Shearer. You were. Yeah, but you thought I meant the other Shearer. Scott Shearer. Yeah. And of course, good old Ken Moncow, who was a model as well. Yeah. I, I had, right, you got a Ken Moncow story. Yeah, you? I had to chuck in the Ken Moncow story. Oh, when I was thinking about it on my way in today, you know, I was, this is my Friday thought when driving down the info, who played for Chelsea and X? And I remember two, one of them is going to be coming up, but one of them was Ken Moncow because I went to school and there was a young lad there and his dad worked in like oil or something like that. And he was originally from Suriname. Yeah, like his dad, was Ken his dad's Surinamese. So you know, like in the playground, you're like, I'm, you know, I'm, you can keep the bed. You can keep this quite, quite cool. Oh yeah, like a little bit of re-reboot. Um, so you know, like in the playground, I was like, you know, Andy Cole, and you were like um, Peter Osgood. Peter Osgood, and you were Ray Wilkins. Ray Wilkins. This kid was like. I'm Ken Moncow and everyone's like, Err? so literally it was like <laughs> a group of a group of like you know Arsenal, Man United, Chelsea, Liverpool fans, and like a few Chelsea fans like, oh, yeah, and it's like you could have picked any player from Surrey. you could have picked Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank yeah. who was tearing up Leeds United. No, you had to pick Ken Moncow. He was a good. It's one kid, Naeem, His name is oh, yeah, Naeem. He he's, he picked Ken Moncow. But Naeem from the halfway line. No, no, very good though, very good. He's actually from Rickmansworth. Okay. What's the next, Turk? Uh, what's the next? Uh, number seven. Okay, thank you. Leon Knight. 
Yep. Ooh, Number they got six, that. the great Joey Jones. Yeah, they got that. Number five, Steve Francis. Yeah, they got that. Who we Ian got that too, didn't he? Number four, the man who looks set to earn sixty million. Never would have cost Chelsea sixty million if he doesn't play at all till. Yeah, next this year. I didn't know. Nobody got this. Yeah, Danny Drinkwater. Yeah. Number three, Izzy Brown. Yeah, people got that. Number two, Casey Palmer. Yeah, people got and that. Number one, top of the chart, Jermaine. Yeah, and wow. nobody got that, and that's a really naughty one because, it like, is. yeah, because he was a, he was a he was a youth player, yeah. but he never played never a senior played, game. Yeah, absolutely, I've got one that isn't on that list. Oh yeah. no, who? And he currently plays for Chelsea slash. He's registered for Chelsea. Yeah, Robert Green. He played for Huddersfield last season. Did he? He's registered as player. <laughs> okay, right. Uh, just a quick Bobby, uh, run you through. Are clever, Bobby. Uh, Eddie Bacaridi, 1977, got Izzy Brown, Frank Sinclair, Steve Francis, Joe Jones, Chris Hutchings, Kemon Kelly, Leon Knight, Duncan Shearer, and Nick Colgan. So he, he gave us uh, Chris Hutchings and Nick Colgan that I didn't Great know shot. about. Great shot. Uh, Martin Wickham got Casey Palmer. Good old Martin. Come on, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? That seems to be about it. I know somebody got Duncan Shearer. Somebody else got Duncan Shearer. They had a pretty good effort, actually, because I was... Oh, blimey. Oh, I don't believe this. It's only like, this actually came in three minutes ago. Okay. And I've only just seen it now. But Eddie McCready, 1977, says, Is it too late to take a punt on Robert Green? Not sure if that counts. How about that? Hey. How about that? Hey. Cowabunga, dude. Hey. Yeah, Mark, you're an absolute legend, mate. So there you go. Good effort, people. And they gave us two that I didn't know. And that's exactly what I love. So exactly. there you That's go. what we do it. I love it. it. I that's love what we it. do it. Yeah, it's one it. of my favourite parts of the show. I know? love it. Yeah, it's brilliant fun. Like Alo- along with the you know new music Fridays, which I'm I'm really really yeah, sort of warm I'm digging into. that. I'm digging that a, t- a lot actually. So there you go. It is good. Um, chaps, what's going to go down tomorrow at the Bridge? It's a three o'clock kick well, for Chelsea and Huddersfield. I mean, like we were saying earlier, um, it'll depend on what which Chelsea team turn up. Uh, I'd, I'd be intrigued to know who he's going to pick. Um, I, I think team. he'll pick the same side. He will. I mean, I maybe, say, maybe Emerson and Alonso. Uh, Emerson, Emerson for Alonso. Yeah. Maybe Barkley for Kovacic. No, I don't think so. I think Loftus Cheek's now fit though, so that's interesting. I thought Loftus Cheek actually played okay when he came on the other day against uh, Bournemouth, despite everybody not everybody else not playing well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did he come on? Am I getting it right? Did no, he, he did. No, he, he did. He did. Yeah, I yeah. He did. yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it'll be intriguing to see if Higuain. Uh, can I mean this is this is the really annoying thing as well? You know he's right about what he said about Higuain is that you know he hasn't really played for forty five days, so he's not going to be in he's not going to be match fit, he's not going to be match sharp. Uh, so it's going to take him time to get up to speed. And time, what is the one he thing got. he doesn't have? You know we need a striker to come in now, start yeah. storing goal. Yeah, I mean it just drives me out the wall the disconnect between. The board, the football, the players, the supporters. It's a, it's a shambles, mate. I said it earlier on. It's a blooming shambles. Um, the, one wonders why they haven't got Abraham in now. I mean, I've, I've been saying all along that he's... Uh, he's don't, don't tell he, me he's the second coming, Jonathan. No, I'm, I'm definitely not saying that. I'm just saying... <laughs> oh. No, no. Yeah, don't you get camp with me. <laughs> no, I'm, What's I'm, a face? No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying that given the... Given the the lack of strikers who are uh, working, you'd have thought they might just have a go. Yeah. And Batshuayi not because he's not the sharpest tool in the box apparently. But no. uh, well, we yeah. The but, Batman um, uh, allegedly. You can ask us what we think. What 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 the score? Let's gonna have be a then. couple of Paridos. Go on. After you. Uh, <laughs> three nil. I'm going to go nil nil. I'm going three one. 
to Huddersfield? No. Okay. If it was three, if it was three on Huddersfield, I would have said one three. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course, you know, would. it's got officially of going. Of course, he would. No. Chidge. no. Oh. Oh. We've had a couple of very interesting gestures from. We've had ooh and ooh. Nil nil. nil. I'm going for nil nil. You're going for three nil. Three nil. You're going for three one. Three one. Thank you very much, gents, for joining me. Thanks, to Paddy, on the buttons as well. It's a Chelsea fan course on Love Sport Radio. It's been an absolute pleasure. It has been a pleasure. Thank you for having us. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.